0: I'm leaving my 9-to-5 at the end of March. Mm-hmm. And so it really allows me to have a much more, obviously, time in my day because I now have the 9-to-5. But with that, my other mm-hmm. two jobs are going to elevate and then also like family um, stewarding obligations and whatnot. All of that to say that this whole thing that's been going on in my mind is I saw this quote and I think it was on Pinterest recently and it was like, well, and then there was also another scripture that sort of wrapped it into it. But this, the whole concept is like, um, how can we, how can we structure our days so that the way that my mind operates, I legit get in a funk. Like if it's how to put her in a funk, it's put her in front of a computer for eight hours a day. And yet that's like what we're obviously all conditioned to do. And if we don't do that, then you're lazy and not a hard worker, obviously quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess that to say that I do still have a ton of computer works that needs, I have about eight hours of computer work that will need to be done per day, or at least like desk work. And so my my thought in my mind is like, it seems like it might be somewhat of a practical But if I have the flexibility to say work out at 3 p.m. in the day or like how how can I set up a a daily like time blocking schedule that, you know, 3 p.m. in the afternoon, my brain is shot. I'm not getting really much done anyways. And so my whole thought is like, how can I set up a time blocking schedule that allows for me to have. Like I still wanna wake up early and have Jesus time and all the things, um, but allows me to really have like operate as a woman of peace while getting all of my, all the ish done. So Uh, that's sort of like a practical.
1: Yeah, that's really good. So there's two things that come to mind. First is you're going from employee mindset to entrepreneur mindset. So you Mm -hmm. need to write that down somewhere because they're two very different mindsets very, very different mindsets. Employee mindset to entrepreneur mindset. So employee mindset is going to be one way of thinking, like I show up to work and I'm here for this many hours. Okay. Entrepreneur mindset is how do I make the most of the time that, or how do I add the most value for uh, the amount of effort that I can give, limiting the amount of time as much as possible and at least that's not every entrepreneur's mindset, but I would say anybody who wants to live a lifestyle of peace might be thinking something like that, mm-hmm. You know, where they're like, nah, I don't need to sit for eight hours, actually. Mm-hmm. I actually don't need to do that. Now I can, and some days I may need to, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it has to be every day. And so you have to first understand that there's a distinction in a positioning, like a repositioning and rewiring that's gonna be happening as practical. And you have to give yourself grace in that process. So as you're discovering how to be more of an entrepreneur, just like anything, this has nothing to do with employee versus entrepreneur mindset, but just like anything, it is going to require as you're practicing, how do I schedule my life in alignment with things I value, where I can still have peace and still be productive. um, It's going to take practice. And somebody who's been doing something for a long time, won't need as much time. Somebody who hasn't been doing something for a long time might need more time. So for you, it might take you more time to figure out a schedule that's right for you. Mm -hmm. Now, a great starting point, number two, is how do I do this? So first, I'm shifting a mindset. Second, how do I do it? So... The second, how do I do it, is a great starting point is asking the question from those people who have done it.
0: Oh, you know, you say it and it's like, that's a genius thought.
1: It's really simple, but it's a really good concept, right? It's like if Julia were to give any advice to somebody starting on her team who's never done sales before, it's probably like, hey, why don't you figure out, Julia, you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but it's like, hey, Why don't don't you figure out how other people are successful in doing this on the team and then figure out what works for you? Try it, experiment, you know, go for it. I mean, There are principles that work for everybody, no matter who you are, these principles are something that everyone can follow, but ultimately you're going to have to figure out your own style, right? And so I would say for one example, you're asking the question, how do I practically do this? One example from one person, one person is you have to wrap your head around mornings and evenings. You have to figure out your mornings and evenings, period. You have to figure it out. And there's, it's not a, uh, a random thought to have the three by three. Mm. You know, water, walk, and worship in the morning is not a random thing. I was like, oh, that's a good idea, TJ. Why don't you tell everybody to do that? It's like, I've been through... The how do I figure out what works for me, the principles there are, I know I'm going to have my best days when I have a good evening Mm -hmm. or I'm not flooding my mind with junk. Okay. And then when I start my morning by getting rid of the waste in me physically, getting some movement, water on an empty stomach, lemon water, cucumber water, baking soda, lemon water, water with salt. I mean I all any variation of water for me, electrolytes with greens. I mean it's like whatever my body needs and movement while worship. some kind of worship, some kind of movement. This morning I didn't go to the gym. I went to the gym yesterday, early in the morning today I was like, uh ah, needed the extra hour to sleep really hard when you have flexibility, your biggest issue is going to be number one. It's going to be that, oh, I don't beat myself. I don't want to beat myself up for sleeping in too late. Okay. You're just going to have to let it go. So that's a mindset shift. You're going to have to figure out. Okay. There's going to be a time where you might realize I got to get up consistently at six or seven, but you know what? You're not choosing to change your path because you wanted to work nine to five. You're not like that's not your number one desire. I'm choosing my path based on wanting to do the same thing in a different way. That's not necessarily it. It's like, actually give yourself a break. You get the opportunity to have that extra hour and flexibility, but guess what it comes with? Responsibility. Responsibility to know that when you get up after that hour, you need to know what to do to be effective. You can get away, Julia can probably attest to this. You can attest to this. I can attest to this. You can get away not being effective in a job that pays you a salary. Totally. You can get away with it. Right? Especially in corporate America. Everybody's like, there's layoffs. 5% of the workforce gets laid off here and there and the other. I go, you know how many people are getting away with not being effective in that workforce? If I was running a company, I'd be laying off every year too every year. The company I worked for before I started doing entrepreneurship, it was like bottom X percent every year gone because they knew, hey, we can actually do like like five people's jobs can be done with one or two people on our teams. So we don't need to pay for more people. It's just called wise business management. Like- mm. So when you start thinking, how do I become a more effective person? Which, by the way, one thing that I'm sensing for you this year in your, this year is about, the book I sent you, everything that we're talking about is the focus on, and I'm working with a guy who's online, left corporate America, worked at Big Pharma, now's building his business online, Instagram, like already off to the races, but his big thing is how do I become more effective? Mm -hmm. That's what his main thing is. How do I become more effective? It's not about any of this other stuff. Like, what do you do with your time uh, to plan your day and block things out? That has no purpose if you're not effective. Mm -hmm. Back to this morning, I got up, I slept in, and then the first thing that I did Okay, I take care of myself, brush my teeth, whatever, use the bathroom. But then I spent like 10 minutes just swinging kettlebell. Why? Because that is like, number one, I know I need movement. I know it. And I also know I don't have to beat myself up if I didn't go to the gym for an hour. I will beat myself up if I get no movement, no walking, no kettlebell, no bands, no gym, no, you insert the blank. I know I need water. I need movement. I need something with the Lord. Period. I need those things to be set up for success. To be effective.
0: Mm-hmm. Here.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay? So, start with your evenings and mornings. Let everything else sort itself out in between. If you okay. get your evenings and mornings down, you are ahead of 99% of people.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Okay? And if you're trying to, for example, I know you said family sorting stewarding and all that. If you're trying to grow in a skill set or grow in something... What do you want to be doing? You want to be consuming in the evenings, creating in the mornings. So consuming the things that are going to help you grow in that skill set and creating or practicing using whatever it is in that skill set in the morning. Because normally first principles, like your best, most fresh juice is coming out in the morning. That's the first press, you know? So like, for example, Julia were coming to me with a conversation question like, hey, I'm trying to be more effective in sales. And I'm running into these clients that are just super difficult or these prospects that are super difficult and blah, 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 blah. And I find myself stuck in my own way. I would say, well, when are you trying to have those conversations? You'd be looking on the calendar. Not a real thing we've talked about, but just an example. Oh, it's like, you know, now it's 3 p.m. And I got to call them. And I just procrastinated on it. And I'd say, and eh. number one yeah. thing, have the hard conversation in the morning, because yeah. that is you practicing and getting over the biggest hurdle early. And even if they don't answer, you're making the effort and you build confidence. Mm
0: -hmm. Why we do (gasps) negotiation calls in the morning, but cold calls are in the afternoon, because that's when they're more likely to answer at like 6 p.m., because they're
1: all done with all their meetings. But I agree that like you don't want to wait all day and think about negotiations, because then it's just going to get built up in your head so much. And you don't know what is building up in their head. You want to have more control over all of that. Wow. And you know what's funny is are you doing negotiations?
0: Yeah, I am.
1: Well there you go. Right? Yes. So there's a lot more that we could talk about with all that, but hopefully and that gives you a foundation. That's yes, that's a really great start. Good. All right.